This is Ben Rock, director of Alien Raiders, and you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. It's all about the God of Hammers. Which one? That's up to you. It's Thinking Outside the Long Box. This movie had way more Korg. I think all, all Marvel movies in the future should have way more Korg. <laughs> <laughs> So you enjoyed the Korg. Yeah. I, you did? I a lot of people Korg. did not enjoy the Korg. The, what? They, they enjoy – so what, from what I saw, like Korg was relegated in all the other movies to like a, every like 30 minutes he'd say one funny thing. And yeah. that's what people loved about him. And everybody was like, he said way too much in this movie. He, he was just a narrator. <laughs> I don't know how you could hate on – everything he said was hilarious. <laughs> like how could you hate on that? There's too many funny things being said in this movie. I dislike it. If you don't know, we're talking about Thor, Love and Thunder. It's a 2022 American superhero film based on Marvel Comics featuring the character Thor, produced by Marvel Studios and distributed by Walt Disney Studio Motion Pictures. It's the sequel to Thor. Uh, the sequel. To, it's, the, it's the sequel to Thor. It's yeah. the sequel to Thor Ragnarok and the 29th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <clears throat> it's a lot of fucking Marvel. I wonder how many millions have been spent on all the movies. Oh, a lot. So this budget was two hundred and fifty million, and we're only it only came out like a week ago, I think. And so it it's so far it's made four hundred and fifteen million. So it's it's almost. I mean, it has two. I've heard a lot of people saying they don't like this movie, and I don't know where that comes from because is it as good as Thor Ragnarok? No, but they're different. They're not even the same movie. Yeah, but Thor Ragnarok is like top three Marvel movies. It's like, like you just said, there's 29 of them. And that's like one of the best ones. Like, it's kind of hard to be like, the fourth iteration of this character's movie should be better or as good as one of the best Marvel movies that we have. No, it's, but it's not that much worse. Like, I still like thought the movie was super fun. Yeah. So I didn't hate anything about it besides the like, the God Butcher, I don't think, was done that well. Like he, really? At no point was he that scary to He me. wasn't scary, but I think Christian Bale did a really, really good job with what, what we saw on screen. Actor. Like, he acted well because yeah, yeah. he does that. But, like, I just don't feel like they made him that, like, terrifying. Or, like, and it's like, to me, it's, like, way too much to just glance over, like, he's just been killing gods everywhere. Like, nobody said nothing about this. Like, <laughs> until now, like, there's no real, like... I never felt like Thor was really even worried in the movie. Right. Like, he was more concerned with his hammer. Right. Which was funny. <laughs> but I feel like they just didn't do enough to make the bad guy. Like, Gore the God Butcher is a incredibly powerful bad guy in the, in the comic books. And he's like a super threat. Right. It's like a big deal. And in the comics, you feel that. Like, this is a big deal. Like, he's killing. He could kill us all. Like, he's coming. And this movie, Thor's like... Yeah, we'll fight him. <laughs> we'll kill him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, he's super. Co- I mean, I feel like that just goes with who he is now. Like he he comes off very. I don't, copy cocky's probably not the right word because he's not a douchebag. But he comes across very like <laughs> I can I can destroy everybody. Yeah, like I don't know. It's it's just that that's like who he is now. In this movie, he's a total douchebag. <laughs> 
I love that at the beginning of the movie, he just murks that whole building. <laughs> he starts talking, please don't bring up the <laughs> making me angry. <laughs> the it, goats, too, they're my favorite part. Just Are yelling through yeah. the whole movie. So I so the the quick rundown is Thor at the beginning of the movie is trying to find out where he stands, who he is, and all of that. Yeah. And so he's put himself back into shape. Um, he's riding with the Guardians of the Galaxy for a little bit, and he's just trying to discover himself. And <clears throat> while that's going on, um, the butcher what's what the fuck's his name again? Gore. 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 Uh, his daughter was killed by in as a result of like a not killed just she died because there's like no there's very little natural resources on their planet and he's like one of the god's acolytes and right. the god didn't help or him or save him and then he runs into the god and the god's <laughs> like don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> and he finds this sword I don't remember what it's called but some kind of fucking magic sword. Yeah, uh, it is. I forget what it's called, too. The Necrosword. Yeah, the Necrosword. There you go. It can murder gods. Yes. And so he's on a mission to kill gods because, like you said, he thinks that they're of no help to anybody in the universe. So he's trying to kill every single god, and that's his motivation. You only see gore for maybe 15 minutes of this movie. See, I think this movie just, just had one flaw in its progression to me, and that's like <clears throat> everything that we saw of Thor – up until the fight with Gort was correct, in my opinion. He's super cocky. He's super like, I can beat anything. You know, he's jokey. He doesn't really take anything seriously. Gore should have showed up and beat their ass, which is what happens in the comics. And then I feel like the movie should have gotten a more serious tone right. about the fight. But it, it didn't do that. And that's where I think it loses a lot of credibility as far as like a good movie goes. Like I, It's still super fun to watch. It's still, I would still say it's like high 80s to me right it's not an a movie but it's like a b plus movie but like that's what you should have seen from that level of a bad guy like he's a thanos level bad guy like he's very powerful the necro sword can murder any god it touches instantly like it's not a like he just shows up where we're just gonna go kick his ass like anybody else right. like and that's how they treated him <laughs> and i thought that was really the only thing the movie did wrong because like he doesn't he doesn't feel like a threat ever really so my my thoughts on this movie are that like tonally the last including this movie the last three movies have all been very different from each other. Yes. Like Dark World was really dark. Like that was a much more serious toned Thor. And then you got Ragnarok which was n- almost nothing but fun and funny. And this one felt like a romantic comedy. It felt like, yeah, there's a bad guy in the movie, but like that's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie was it, Jane and Thor's Which, relationship. I'm completely cool with that movie, too. Me too. But I don't think that's the movie that you introduce like a threat of this magnitude <laughs> in, if you're not going to treat him like that kind of thing. Right. And I don't know that, like, as a casual viewer, I don't know anything about this guy. So I don't know, like, Thor, uh, Thor, not Thor, uh, Thanos was built up yeah. to be, like, you knew Thanos was a giant deal because he was sprinkled through a lot of and different obviously movies. obviously that probably should have been how Gore was done as well. Not to the extent, I don't think you need, like, you know, every Marvel character, like Avenger built up to like come into him. Cause he is a Thor bad guy, but I think it probably should have been a buildup of characters. Like had they maybe sprinkled in things about him growing in power in other movies and then 
culminated it in this movie or had his intro in this movie and then into a next movie. Right. I think like would have made more sense. But like you said, it's like it's it is like a romantic comedy and I think that maybe it was trying to do both of those movies at the same time. Because there is a little hitch in the movie. I I would give people that. Like to where it's not it doesn't fulfill you all the way. <laughs> it doesn't take the villain seriously. I, the villains felt like a complete backstory to me, which to me was fine because the rest was entertaining enough. But the, the knowledge of like Gore being a high level threat that that's disappointing now. You know, then it wasn't because I didn't know anything about this dude. He just was a dude who found a fucking sword that yeah, was really watch powerful. Him, like, watch some YouTube <laughs> videos on him in the comics. Like, he's insanely powerful. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I, I guess that's the the okay for me is that, like, it just seemed like a villain that I knew was going to get beat at some point, And the real story was Jane and Thor. Well, like, take Zeus, who is like. So, one of the, the primary theories out there is that Thanos didn't move against the universe until Odin died because Odin was that powerful. Right. And Zeus is like an Odin power level God. And he's like scared of Gore, the God butcher to where he won't leave his planet. He's also like made out to be like this total dumbass idiot. In the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm fine with, but he's very powerful. <laughs> he's only made out to be during the, the, at the end, in the end credits, you see, okay, he's kind of upset now. <laughs> well, he got lightning bolted by his own lightning bolt <laughs> and then stole it from him. So to me, like Hercules, Spoiler alert, if you didn't watch the very end of the movie, Hercules seems like what you're describing as Gore would be. Like, now, okay, shit, we know. I didn't think there was going to be a fifth Thor, but, I mean, it kind of feels like that because you've got a Hercules cliffhanger here. And see, Hercules and Thor are very equal-ish power level, too, God-wise. So that would be, like, a cool fight, but... I loved that fight scene where he's just killing all the like gods and their fucking. Oh man, like, it was such a good. It was yeah. so anime like with all the bloods. It was Kill Bill like, except their blood's gold, so it's like <laughs> different. But it's just like splattering everywhere, like obviously shooting out in like non-real proportions, and like, but it was cool to watch. So yeah, that that in the very beginning. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy fight, I think, were probably the two coolest fight scenes. Yeah. Um, so Thor, he they recognize that Gore, because oh, Gore steals all the kids in, from Valhalla, from not from Valhalla, from uh, New Asgard. the New Asgard. There you go. And so they know they have to fight him. So they go to the gods to ask for help, and the gods essentially are like, "Fuck you!" Like he's yeah. not going to kill anybody. Like relax. He's not going to come here. Although <laughs> yeah. evidently he could have because two Thors were good enough. <laughs> and, one of my favorite scenes. And I do believe in the comics it takes three Thors to beat <laughs> Gore. Oh, nice. You get like old Thor, current Thor, and young Thor together. <laughs> it's like a timeline thing. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes after it happens in there. In I mean, there's a lot of funny, wonderful scenes, but like after Thor's naked and <laughs> Zeus is like, we, we had to disrobe him to find his secret identity or something like that. He says the same thing to the women. <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 we'll take it off <laughs> to not be stripped of their clothes. I thought that was a really funny scene. The scenes where he's interacting with his, with his, with his axe, like, that's funny, too. The axe yeah, is I like jealous of the hammer. Yeah, I like always jealous. <laughs> Every time he reaches out for Mjolnir, you see Stormbreaker, like, moving into the scene. So, I, I, that's the thing. I, I... As the movie progressed, I was like, this is not anything 
like I like I thought it would be. It's a romantic sh- movie, so I I I was able to be okay with what was coming. Yeah. I I figured okay, this is just some bad guy they got to get out of the way because we want to know what's going on with Jane and Thor. At the end of the movie, they made like the end was so weird too. Like actually, the end was like the worst part to me, but not the end of like him and the daughter. That that was fine. Yeah. Um, it was that like. He had time to just kill him before he made his wish. Like, we saw that he's, like, that fast and that powerful when he kills Thanos with Stormbreaker. Like, and if so, you're sitting in front of the thing that can grant you anything you want, and you could ask for her not to die. Which you would think would be a motivation. But I don't think that's what she wants. I think, I think that's what I took from it. I don't think that that's what Jane wanted. So she, he, he was I tired. Agree with that. He was tired of the murders. He was tired of just being, of fighting. And so he's just like, fuck it. You do you. I'm going to go spend the last few minutes with Jane that I can. And I think that's why he didn't kill him. No, and I agree with that. But I think the option should have been taken off the table. Because to me, that didn't feel like good enough reason. Like, hmm. To me, like, had they showed up and he had already made his wish, which I think would have been the same wish no matter what. Right. Because he could have already derived that these were good enough people that would watch his daughter from what had happened before. Right. Like, to me, that would have been a much more compelling scene. Had they showed up and he was dying and his daughter was back and he asks Thor to, like, take care of her. Like, as opposed to, like, get him give I, I don't know. I just didn't buy it. Like, I didn't think they sold it good enough to be, like... He had been so lightheartedly, like, not giving a shit about anything almost up until that very moment. And it instantly goes, like, to this, like, I'm tired of fighting. It's like, are you? Because, like, that's all you do. (laughs) She was, I don't know. I I think the fact that he saw Jane actually dying may be his motivation to be like, you know what? It was compelling. I just didn't feel like it was compelling enough. (laughs) And you still could have got that same response. Right. But taking out the whole, like, giving him 30 seconds to make this wish as opposed to just murdering him. Because who knows what he's going to – even if you are tired, who knows what he's going to wish for. Right. Like, he could just show up and be like, I want all those guys dead. And I'm like, yeah, you probably should have killed him still, whether you were sad or not. Well, and I think that's why Thor Thor just was like, I'm, I don't care what you wish for. I'm going to go spend the last few seconds I have with Jane. This should end the way you want, the way you think That's it should end not... by bringing your daughter back. Like he gave him a whole little speech there at the end, and he was just like, "You do whatever you're gonna do, man. Like I'm That's gonna not go a spend." Hero, though. <laughs> That's like the opposite of a hero, really. Like being to me, that's why it doesn't sell because a hero is all about like other people before himself. So like, yeah, but he's at the end, he's like all me, but fuck every other God possibly. Cause he might just wish all gods died, right. which is what they were worried about in the first place. And if they do, you literally just sacrificed all of the gods and all the universes and all the planets because you were selfish because you wanted to spend. And like, to me, like the hero doesn't make that choice. Huh. I kind of felt like the hero's job before he kills anybody was to, is to try and convince the bad guy that it's just not worth it anymore. And I, f- I feel like I get that a lot from things like the flash where that's on the hero. I, I agree with you, but that I think that's a lot of the motivation, like from the flash where he's like, he tries as much as he can to 
to convince the bad guy, like, this isn't the right way to do this before he's like, okay, we have to find a way to destroy him. And I think that's the, that's the thing that Thor was doing was like, look, you're here. Like, I get it. I could probably kill you or we could keep fighting. And if I don't kill you, you're going to make your wish anyways. And Jane's probably going to be dead. So I'm going to tell you the story about why I think you should fucking bring back your daughter instead of killing people. And then I'm going to go do my thing. And so I think that seemed very heroic to me rather than picking up a sword and killing him as well. So I, I saw what they were going for. I see what they're going for, but to me it's not her, it's not heroic. Because huh. like I think that there is a point in which the actual heroic thing to do is to do the thing that you don't normally do. Which is but I mean self sacrifice is the thing they always do. But to actually kill them. Like like when Superman finally kills Zod. Like there's a point at which the threat that you're making is bigger than my not wanting to kill you. Right. Like to where like for Superman to kill somebody, it's almost the emotional damage that it does to him is almost worse than the fact that he killed somebody. But like he will make that sacrifice, like if he absolutely must. And to me, like murdering off the entire deity structure of every planet in every multiverse, like is that level of a threat? Because potentially a lot of those gods actually do things on their planets. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and it just seems like it's not something that you could stop like like when zod is about to murder those people it's like superman yeah could have given him one last speech to like not kill him but he's like no like that threat is enough that i have to intervene right like, regardless of whether it fucks with me up or not right but i don't know superman's a better hero than thor though so, <laughs> so the movies at the end of the day gore's daughter comes back and he and he asks thor to take care of her i don't know which um, one she is it's love she probably loves <laughs> um and jane dies and she goes off to valhalla and yes, so she turns into god dust yes so i mean that's where we're at that's what it, that's where it ends Th- uh, thor and and the daughter so love and thunder is how we get, get the name of the movie they're off battling bad guys now together as kind of mother, uh, father and daughter and so I, I mean it's it's a cute it's a cute little ending. I I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. It's like you good. said, I'm, I'm at definitely like at an 86 or an 87. Um, I I recommend you watch it. Like I don't understand the hate that it got aside from the fact that people wanted it to be Ragnarok. Which some people you can't behind me randomly it. hated that Korg was gay, but he's not really gay. <laughs> there's just no women. <laughs> they're just rocks. Like yeah, there's like, not there's no gender to his species. Yeah. But somebody behind me was like, oh, they made him gay. I was like, I don't, he's not really gay. <laughs> he's just a rock. <laughs> <laughs> they just like hold hands and make new rocks. Like it's not. <laughs> For all we know, Dwayne, which I thought was a rock joke, I think. I think they were I calling remember. the rock gay. <laughs> to me, it seemed like they were like not like saying that the rock is really gay, but right. like made like a the rock is gay joke. Like it seemed like that's what they were doing because his name was Dwayne, and they're like Maui, and they're like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's what they were going for, but it was funny. <sighs> I was like, really? That's what you take out of this whole movie? Like, I liked this whole movie until Korg was gay. Until yeah. Korg was sucking dicks. I was a fan. It's weird. We'll talk about it next. We're talking about the Orville next. But it's the same yeah. thing. Like, There's a bunch of alien species. The Mocklins are not male-female in the human sense. Like they're just all oh, males no, for they the most part. They just genetically engineer themselves to <laughs> No, but I mean like they're like uh, – uh, I don't think – 
like the rocks. Like the rocks probably have maybe some kind of genital things. I who knows? I don't. I don't know. Yes, yes. But you wouldn't necessarily call them male or female. Like they're just them. Like I, I don't know that Mocklins. Yes, they have. I think Mocklins say male, male female because they interact with humans, and that's our. That's the best way to describe what they might be. It just seems like I think it's, it's a little different. We'll talk about it during the Orville, though. But it's similar. So uh, yeah. Love and Thunder, go check it out. Um, TOTOB.com. Like we, we gave it an 87, I believe, is what it ended up being. Yeah, high 80s. <clears throat> it's, it's not A class. It's not original Doctor Strange, not Thor Ragnarok, not Ant Man, which I may be the only person that puts that in the A range. <laughs> so go check it out. TOTOB.com, Facebook.com slash Thinking Outside the Long Box. Uh, check out everything we're doing there. New episodes coming out every day for like two weeks. Check all of those out. Um, until next time, I'm Juan. I'm Doyle. We'll catch you guys later. Always was, always will be. Bye. Bye-bye. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah!